Saints fans, Pelicans fans, let's go. This is the Black and Blue Report. Black. Bree is going to go deep. He's got ground. Touchdown. Blue. Down the lane. Shoots. No. Tip follow in for Davis with three tenths of a second left. Welcome into the podcast for the fans, straight from the teams they love. It's good to see you guys, and uh, I didn't know we had Studio B here in our facility. Good setup. Now that I know where your guys' little office is, I can pop in here whenever I want. Well, we're playing through AD, and so everybody's going to have to adjust to that. Coaches, players, analysts, celebrities, and more. That guy's Anthony Mackie. I've gotten in many of our arguments about the Pelicans and the Saints uh, over the years. Harry Connick Jr. joins us here on the Black and Blue Report. Undoubtedly, to me, the Saints are the singular reason that New Orleans is back on the map. Hoda Kotb from the Today Show on NBC, our guest. You know, New Orleans gets in your blood. The Saints never leave it once they get in there. This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio. Wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. How goes it? Friday edition of the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for the Saints and Pelicans fan, is now yours. Of course, greetings from Studio B here on this Friday. I'm Sean Kelly, and we've made it. We've made it to the end of another work week. We've made it to another Black and Gold Friday, as the Saints are back in action this weekend at Detroit against the Lions. Going to be a really good game, I think. A tight game. You better be ready. Might have the popcorn popped early because I think we're in for a real squeaker on Sunday, but I feel good about it as we uh, get ready for the football weekend. Lots of college football, too, and a whole lot more. We have basketball to talk about this morning on the Black and Blue Report as the Pelicans have made it a perfect week at home here in the preseason. Lots to talk about. Good show today. Jen Hale is with us on the Black and Blue Report today. She will be on the sidelines for the Saints and Lions game. It's Jen's crew calling it for Fox on Sunday. That's a noon central kickoff, 1 o'clock in the east. We'll also talk basketball about the Pelicans' win last night as they knocked off the uh, Thunder 120-86. And uh, we'll hear from head coach Monty Williams, Anthony Davis, who had another great night, and uh, Ryan Anderson, too. And then we'll kind of take the Pelicans' uh, conversation one step further and talk about their two remaining preseason games, both next week, both on the road, and both at non-NBA sites, Monday at Baltimore, and then on Thursday to wrap up the preseason in Bossier City, the greater Shreveport, Bossier City uh, region up there. And uh, Kelly Wells from their Sports and Tourism Convention and Visitors Bureau will join us a little bit later to talk about the events coming up in uh, Shreveport and Bossier City one week from yesterday so a good show on hand for us pelicans winners last night handily led wire to wire in fact in the game against houston on tuesday and last night's game against the thunder the pelicans never trailed in those two preseason games now there is of course a little bit of a uh, a disclaimer or some kind of a sidebar here in that uh, the big guns for both the rockets and the thunder did not play due to either rest or injury that was certainly the case again last night as the thunder did not play kevin durant who's out now for probably two months with his broken foot Uh, russell westbrook did not go last night he got the rest and then uh, serge ibaka and kendrick perkins both uh, fighting some nagging injuries so it was not the thunder team that we're used to seeing the one that won 59 games a year ago 
But if you're just going to evaluate the Pelicans and where they are at this point in the process of training camp, we're seeing daily improvement and things that maybe didn't go so well on Tuesday were improved upon last night. And the uh, chemistry continues as well uh, for Monty Williams' bunch. One other highlight from last night, and we'll get to the highlights of the game itself in just a moment, but one other highlight certainly was the uh, preseason debut of Tyreek Evans, who's back now from a hamstring injury. Thought he was very good last night. Uh, Ten points, four rebounds, seven assists. I think we may hear from Tyreek a little bit later. He was our star of the game interview last night after uh, the win over the Thunder. But uh, with that in mind, let's listen to some of the highlights, take you through some of the game last night as we called it at the Smoothie King Center. Thunder have it, and they're in their sky blue road uniforms tonight, shooting at the end to our left toward their own bench, and here is Lamb. Here's Jones down the left side of the lane, trying to reach for the rim. That shot changed by Davis, may have gotten a tip of it. It's loose and off the rim, gathered in by the Pelicans. Evans the other end. Whoa, jump, wrap around, pass in the lane. Underneath the Davis, lays it in and one. What a play. Rivers now on the floor with Davis, Ryan Anderson, Jimmer Fredette, and Darius Miller. Anderson catches top of the arc for three, good. Assist for Rivers, and look out, Ryan Anderson has got the stroke here in the preseason. Cleared by the Pelicans, up the floor, here's Rivers to Withy, and back to Rivers around the Withy screen. Snap pass to Fredette, wing right for three. Yep, Jimmer Fredette knocks it down, and for Jimmer now, that's his 11th three of the preseason. He's shooting over 58% from beyond the arc. That's why he's here. Holiday tries again, throws it in, corner left, Evans takes it, drives baseline, pass Roberson and dunks with two hands. Oh, that is noteworthy because Tyreek Evans dunked. Yes, <laughs> on a recovering hamstring. But a just recovering period. hamstring, but he doesn't yeah. d- dunk on healthy hamstrings. No. Anderson catches angle left, drives inside the three-point line, lost his dribble against Steven Adams, needs help. Goes out up top, oh, Rivers just saved the steal, drive and kick to Davis, right to the rim, winds up and dunks to the right hand. Rumble, young man, rumble. Ooh. Rivers gives to Anderson, left side of the lane, works on Lance Thomas, spin, shoots the fader, good. That's a blind look, friends, and he makes it look so easy. 101-79, 15 for Anderson to lead everybody off the bench. Telfer's got it, two, one, fires for three, no good. Rebound, Steffens, and that'll do it. The Pelicans win them both this week, decisively both against the Rockets and now here tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Anthony Davis led them all. He had 28 points. That tops the 26 he scored on Tuesday against the Houston Rockets. More on the Pelicans, of course, a little bit later here on the Black and Blue Report. Jen Hale in just a moment. Uh, but also, I, I should readily admit that my heart is a bit heavy today as my Cardinals uh, lost in the ninth on a walk-off home run. And so the San Francisco Giants are going to the World Series. Daniel, I think that's now five straight years that either the Giants or the Cardinals have gone to represent the National League at the Fall Classic. So uh, two franchises that uh, gave us a good series. It didn't feel like a five-game series. It felt like a seven-game series in a lot of ways. Um, there We... Even on the ALCS side, we really didn't have that clunker, that one blowout that we usually see in a seven-game series. Um, they just happen, and it's normal, but this is abnormal. That seemed like every game was dramatic, and let's hope the World Series is the same. All right, so congratulations to the Giants. There you go. I'm done with that now. Uh, Giants and Royals will kick off the World Series starting on Tuesday. All right, keep that in mind. That'll be on Fox, I think, too, by the way. And speaking of Fox, uh, Jennifer Hale from the NFL on Fox joins us in just a moment and we'll put a a ribbon around our coverage of saints and lions this week 
and we'll do so with Jen in just a moment. Let's get the ball rolling for a thrilling time at the Sanderson Farms Championship PGA Golf Tournament, November 3rd through 9th at the Country Club of Jackson. For lots of first-class golf and fan-pleasing fun, join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship. It'll be quite a ride, unless you're chicken. For ticket information, visit www.sandersonfarmschampionship.com. Everything you need to know about your New Orleans Pelicans is right in the palm of your hands. The New Orleans Pelicans app is easy to use, plus makes an excellent companion whether you're watching the team in the Smoothie King Center or on the road. Recently added features on the app include the latest videos and highlights, plus access to a full list of arena amenities. Download the Pelicans app for free now on your iPhone or Android devices. For more information, check out pelicans.com today. Hi, it's Mark Romig. When I'm not announcing touchdown Saints, I'm listening to the Black and Blue Report. Our next guest here on the Black and Blue Report is also the host of two different shows on NewOrleansSaints.com, uh, the uh, Saints Social Zone and, of course, Fantasy Focus. She's also the sideline reporter for the Pelicans broadcast on Fox Sports New Orleans. She's a philanthropist, uh, interior decorator, it seems. Oh, and, of course, <laughs> she is also... <laughs> a reporter for the NFL on Fox. Jennifer Hill joins us here on this uh, Friday. Uh, Jen, how do you fit all that on the business card? How does that work? Oh, you know what? I say jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think you've mastered a few of these things. Well, you are too kind. And, hey, thanks for having me on. I heard you with Rachel Nichols yesterday, and she was phenomenal. So she it's she was. It's an she honor was. to get to go in the same week. Well, thank you. I, you know, we, I was just uh, about to tell Daniel here in the studio that I said, hey, we've had a pretty good week here. If we're going to line up Rachel Nichols on one day, Jennifer Hale on another, and we're, we're going we're gonna to set the bar a little too high for us if we're not careful here. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if I fall in that same category, but she was great, and it was a fabulous interview. I really enjoyed listening to it. Well, thank you very much. I enjoyed visiting with her. It's been a long time since I'd seen her, and uh, she's been doing some really cool things. And um, actually – we talked yesterday off the air that we're going to try and set something up with you, Rachel, and uh, maybe another uh, selected guest to talk about women in sports broadcasting. And sure, might, that would be, be fun. Yeah, but cool topic. I think it would be really, really interesting, um, to say the least. And I know the board would be uh, slightly uh, tilted toward Northwestern with the two of you having gone through there. So <laughs> It might be. I'll try and balance it out with another school. Uh, nonetheless, uh, how are things in Detroit this morning? You know, they are gorgeous. It's going to get, we were talking earlier, it's going to get cold later on, but at the moment it is, it just feels like crisp fall weather. The leaves are turning. It's the perfect time to be here for that. Um, it's, it, it, it's been really fun. I got here yesterday afternoon, got to walk around a little bit. So I, I'm enjoying this because when that cold weather rolls in, I'm going to try to stay inside as much as possible. Jen and Rondé Barber and Chris Myers have the call on Sunday as the Saints take on the Detroit Lions. Thankfully, Ford Field is an indoor facility because uh, Detroit has started to turn toward the cold this time of year. Uh, Jen, what is the mood in Detroit uh, about the Lions and their game there this weekend? You know, this city is fired up about this team. This is the third time I've had the Lions uh, this season, and the, I was just in Detroit two weeks ago, as a matter of fact. You know, this is a city that's, that's struggling in many ways economically and uh, with crime and with their self-image and with spirit. So 
kind of like the city of New Orleans rallied around the Saints. The Lions are certainly giving this city something to rally around and to be proud of. Um, and, gosh, they should be. I tell you what, the Detroit defense looks incredible, uh, number one in several categories in the NFL right now. That front four is going to give Drew and the offense, that offensive line, all they want come Sunday. So um, this city is energized about the Lions, and I think they will be a very fired-up home crowd team come Sunday, which will be another thing the Saints are going to have to contend with. There's no doubt about that. That defense is very impressive, and, 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 and Jennifer, if, if, if you started to look kind of at either personnel or scheme-wise why Detroit has gotten to the top of the NFL defensively? Well, you've got Andalic and Sue and Nick Fairley on that defensive line, uh, and they're both just, just beasts. They're, they're incredible at what they do, uh, very aggressive. Uh, Jim Caldwell, it, it's his first year here, and so I think a lot of people were a little surprised at the, at the quick success with everybody being new and just coming together. Um, but, but nonetheless, you know, it is what it is, and the results are, are proving themselves on the field. And then offensively, a lot of folks will remember the name Joe Lombardi. He's the Saints' former quarterbacks coach. He's in his first year of being an offensive coordinator here. And he has taken a lot of what the Saints do and implemented it here in Detroit. So I think when folks watch on Sunday, they're going to see a lot, of, a lot of things that they're familiar with play out offensively for Detroit on the field. Matt Stafford, the Lions quarterback, of course, isn't Drew Brees yet by any stretch. But that's the mold Lombardi is pushing him towards. Uh, Matt told me two weeks ago that he has seen so many cut-ups of Drew. He dreams about Drew at night because Lombardi's had him study him so much. Matt probably actually has better arm strength than Drew, but he doesn't have the accuracy or the decision-making skills yet. But they're coming, and that's, that's what Lombardi is working on him with. Um, and then, you know, they've got, they've got a lot of weapons, a lot of pieces. I think some people think, oh, Calvin Johnson's not playing Sunday. More than likely, we don't know that for sure, but he's been he's been nursing that high ankle sprain for a while. He sat out of the game last week against Minnesota for Detroit, but they've got a lot of weapons. They've got Reggie Bush and Joyce Bell, two former Saints, in their ground attack, and Sean, a guy I really enjoy covering and watching, is a receiver they added this year from Seattle, Golden Tate. He is incredible at yards after the catch. He is phenomenal at third downs. Uh, last I checked. I don't know how uh, last night's game might have affected it, but he was number one in the NFL in terms of converting on third down. And he's, he's just a firecracker. He's a fighter and an athlete and competitive to the core about everything. So they, they have a lot, of, a lot of options on the field. If there's one thing, Jennifer, that the Lions office has had trouble doing, that's keeping Matt Stafford upright. Is that a factor in your eyes for this weekend's game? If the Saints can get their pass rush going, absolutely, and that's going to be a critical key. Um, as I said, Stafford does not have the decision-making skill that Drew does, so if you get pressure on him and if you make him feel uncomfortable and throw on the run, you're going to have some nice opportunities uh, for turnovers, for takeaways. So that, that, that pass rush for the Saints has got to get after him. I'm guessing at your schedule here. You'll spend today with the Lions, correct? Correct. Okay. Yes, sir. And then tomorrow you'll get the chance to be with the Saints, correct? Yes. All right, perfect. Good. Because my next question was <laughs> what questions do you want to ask the Saints tomorrow? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Um, obviously an injury check. Uh will we will we see Jimmy Graham in any role? I think it was very interesting that he practiced um even though it was limited yesterday. 
I could see the Saints perhaps maybe using him as a decoy, even if he never actually catches a pass. If he's out on the field, you got to cover him, which can only help. Um, also, I, I, I know this has been asked of, of Sean Payton, but I'm hoping we get perhaps a different answer or a little more insight into how this is going to work. I am curious. You know, Lombardi has told me 90% of Detroit's offense is what he learned and brought over from New Orleans. So just curious, Coach's thoughts on how that changes his game planning for the week defensively. Does that help the Saints somewhat in knowing what to expect? Um, and then how, you know, defensively, what is the plan? How do you get after? What, what changes have you made to increase that pass rush? And then the self-scout during the bye, of course. I, I think, Sean, this is a really critical game in my eyes to set the tone for this next stretch, and a, a win would be huge for the Saints to get going on the right foot, I think. Jennifer Hill with us here on the Black and Blue Report. One more for you, Jennifer, and that's this. Of course, uh, obviously down here, the Reggie Bush story gets plenty of play, uh, you know, and the story goes two ways. Number one, obviously reflecting on his time here in New Orleans, but also the aspect of him playing against his old team. From a national level, on the network broadcast on Sunday, how much play does that get? It will certainly be mentioned, no doubt. It's his first time to, to play the Saints so, um, here in Detroit. So I would expect that to be a storyline that, that is covered. Obviously not quite as much as it's been done in New Orleans, but that is certainly a point of emphasis. Uh, that we've talked about. We had meetings Wednesday, and we've already met this morning. That's certainly something that's going to come up. And In fact, I'm, I'm sitting down and talking with Reggie later today about that exact thing. All right, good stuff. Hey, enjoy your meetings today and tomorrow. Um, I'm hoping you're going to stay out of trouble there in the Motor City. I will do my best. Very good. Hey, Jen, thanks again. And let's remind folks about Tuesdays uh, for you. They're busy on campus here because on Wednesday we get to see your finished product, right, the two shows? Yes, sir. Thank you for bringing that up. Absolutely. Uh, the Saints Social Zone and uh, the Saints Fantasy Forecast. Those are a lot of fun. We've been having a blast with them. And uh, we do shoot those on Tuesdays, and they are up on the website sometimes Tuesday night, but usually at least by Wednesday morning, certainly. Perfect. We'll hope that folks make it a part of their football week, that's for sure. And uh, safe travels to you. We'll see you very soon. Thank you so much. I will see you, I guess, uh, on Sunday on the field. Uh, actually, I will be with the Pelicans. John will be, be uh, with, with the, the Saints. I'll be okay. with the Pelicans. Yep, I have to go to Baltimore. All right. Yep. Well, so. you're, you're staying in warmer territory. Barely. Good move. Barely. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. Jennifer Hill from the NFL on Fox and, of course, Fox Sports New Orleans. Jen, thank you so much. Enjoy the football game. Thanks, Sean. See you soon. All right. Thank you. All right. Pelican stuff. We'll talk about last night's preseason game more so here in just a moment. Fans cheer on your Pelicans as they play their final preseason game against the Dallas Mavericks at the CenturyLink Center in Bossier City on Thursday, October 23rd. Prices start at just $9 from www.ticketmaster.com. While in town, enjoy the opening weekend of the State Fair of Louisiana, our numerous casinos including the world-famous Horseshoe Casino and Hotel. Check out hotel packages for the game and other things to do at shreveport bossierorg or call 888-45-VISIT. In New Orleans, food is more than a passion, it's a tradition. And Zatarans has been part of that tradition for 125 years. From jambalaya and dirty rice to crab boil and more, Zatarans has been jazzing up dinner since before there was jazz. And we're excited about what next season might bring. Jazz it up tonight with Zatarans, proud sponsor of the New Orleans Pelicans. 
This is Pelicans head coach, Monty Williams, and you're listening to the Black and Blue Report. Well, the pressure was on Jennifer Hill. I think she delivered. She did a nice job wrapping up our Saints and Lions stuff. Uh, I loved asking her, and it just it just popped in my head before I asked her. I just loved asking her about what she wants to ask the Saints tomorrow because the network folks get that special meeting, that production meeting, on the weekends uh, before the uh, the broadcast. So they get a little more insight than maybe what we get during the week. And so, therefore, now we know at least what Jennifer and Chris Myers and Rondé Barber will be asking Sean Payton and his staff and we'll see if those answers come forth, and we'll see if they play into, of course, the broadcast on Sunday. All right, let's turn our attention back to the Pelicans for a moment here. As, again, they were winners last night, 120-86. to They're now 3-2 and two on the preseason with two games to go, and, again, against two quality teams, Houston and Oklahoma City, and even though both of those teams didn't play their biggest weapons, this was more about the Pelicans and how the Pelicans looked and their progression through training camp and certainly how they played at home because they only get the two home games uh, this week during the preseason. We will not see the Pelicans on the Smoothie King Center floor until October the 28th now, and that's the regular season opener against the Orlando Magic. A couple things to keep in mind. Number one, led wire to wire in both games. Number two, shot 92%, 92% at the free throw line uh, over those two games. And Anthony Davis combined for 54 points in the two outings as well, 26 against the uh, Rockets 28 last night, and both were uh, very efficient performances. Last night was 10 of 15 from the field, 8 of 8 at the line. He had 8 uh, rebounds as well and a block shot. Speaking of block shots, another one for Omer Ashik last night as he had 7 rebounds as well in his 20 minutes of play. And then the other two in double figures from the starters points-wise were Drew Holiday who was 6-for-9, had 5 assists and 14 points. And then leading all in the assist category was Tyreek Evans in his first game back last night. He had 7 assists to go along with 10 points, 4 rebounds, a block shot. I had him for a steal, but it's not in the box score, uh, but that's okay. Here's Tyreek Evans last night after his first preseason game this October. Now he's ready. Tyreek Evans joins us courtside here on the Pelicans Radio Network. Tyreek, it looked uh, looked like there was another step taken by the ball club tonight. What'd you think? Uh, definitely. I mean, uh, we just keep getting better. Uh, you know, Coach on is about everything. You know, he wanted to be sharp. You know, um, even though it's preseason, they had our starters. He still wanted to go out there, you know, and play. Um, you know, the way we play basketball. You played 20 minutes, 21 seconds. You had 10 points, seven assists, four rebounds, a block shot. <laughs> it looks like you picked up where you left off in the spring. Trying, man. Uh, coming back from the hamstring injury, man, it's tough. Uh, you know, um, felt good. You know, my leg f- kind of felt kind of heavy toward the end, but you know, I just tried to keep pushing myself, and uh, you know, I, did, I think I did a good job for my first game back. Did you have, and some of this may be mental, Tyreek, did you have any hesitation tonight in your game because you are concerned about that hamstring and how it's going to react? Uh, not really. I mean, uh, once I start running up and down, you know, and a jump ball started, you know, I, I knew I had a. Uh, you know, the step I wanted, you know, it just was, you know, seeing, you know, the second half, see how my how my leg hold up, you know. And I think, uh, you know, I paced myself well, you know, I went hard, and I think uh, I held myself to uh, a good game. You started at the two guard. I think you played some small forward tonight too, didn't you, Tyreek? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, coach wanted me to know all those positions, the one through the three. So, uh, you know, I got to know the plays, you know, uh, from all those positions. You know, it's not easy. You know, he got a new play every day, so uh, it's tough. <laughs> going out there, you know, and uh, just trying to execute those plays. But once we run them hard, I think we do a really good job. 
two more preseason games to go. You feel like you need them before the regular season starts? Definitely. I definitely need those two preseason games. It's going to help me. It's going to help the team, you know, uh, just to get better for open tonight. And uh, we, I think we're going to be ready. Tyreek, thanks. Nice night tonight. Good to see you back. All right, thanks. Appreciate you it. Bet. That, of course, was right after he walked off the floor on the Pelicans radio network. And then just outside the Pelicans locker room last night, the thoughts from head coach Monty Williams. You've got the box score in your hand. What do you like off of that? Well, I like our, our first quarter defense and fourth quarter defense, um, especially that second half with our young guys. Uh, pick and roll coverages were a lot better. Um, I didn't like the offensive rebounds in the first half. I think we gave up 13, but uh, only four in the second half. And I just think we, we're in this mode of you know, learning our style, and, and guys are getting it. Um, but on, on a consistent basis, uh, we've we got to be a lot better um, running our offense off of stops and uh, getting everybody in their spots. But o- overall, um, I just like the way we compete. Um, that, that's our style. And I loved our first, the way we started the game defensively and the way we ended the game defensively. What did you think of Evans tonight? Tyreek is, you know, he's Tyreek. Um, he, he can do some things with the ball uh, defensively I thought he was was decent I thought the one foul he got on the baseline wasn't a foul he just he blocked the ball he uh, guarded his man for two dribbles and made a great play and he's just got to get his game legs under him um, didn't want to play him a ton of minutes I played him 20 minutes and that was where we wanted to keep him because we don't want that hamstring to fatigue and then fall into another trap of a strain or something like, something like that but He's just got to play more uh, with the guys so they can get some synergy on the floor. You want him to learn all three of those positions, yeah. the one, the two, and the three. How much did you see in each of those tonight? Uh, <laughs> a little bit of all of them in one play sometimes, <laughs> but that's a tough task uh, that I'm asking of him. But I, I know he can do it. Uh, I wouldn't ask him. I think he's a versatile player. Uh, I'm learning how to use him. Um, and I think he could be one of those guys for us that uh, plays all three positions on any given night, and um, that can help us win games. When we spoke on Tuesday, you said it was important for you guys to get used to playing back in here. Uh, you led wire to wire in both games. Do you take any satisfaction from the way that you treated the home floor at least? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, we want to make this a place where we feel this way a lot, and whether we're playing you know, against Durant and Westbrook or whomever it is, we want to be able to come here and, and expect to win. So that's this is the time when you, you build that. And it's a process, but we want this to be a special place. And um, our guys have to, they have to feel that, they have to want it. When we go on the road and we play in San Antonio and Portland, Dallas and Golden State, that you feel it when you go there. Uh, they expect to win there, and we got to build that here. Coach, thanks. Yep, thank you. Well, I guess it shouldn't be a surprise based on the uh, five preseason games so far, but Ryan Anderson led all bench scores in the game last night. He finished with 17 points. He had been, I want to say, averaging 13.8 per game. Uh, he had 14 against the Rockets on Tuesday, 17 last night, including three three-pointers and five rebounds. Ryan Anderson last night in the winning locker room. Good offensive showing from you guys for the second game in a row. Can I just talk about the way you guys really came out and attacked the team early and really got got going. Uh, that's a high energy team, uh, so that's a that we knew from the get go we needed to uh, jump on them and um, obviously just 
get stops and uh, like we were talking about the other day I mean that that quick offense for us is is so tough to guard and it's just uh, that's the way we want to play up tempo we want to uh, uh, kind of surprise teams on the attack and we did that tonight and a lot of guys just um, we, we played the right way tonight I think we made the right plays and a lot of guys played well because of it he looked great tonight and um, yeah I mean obviously everybody's excited to have him back and um, he's just that guy's such a uh, he draws so much attention and, and uh, he's just so talented that it's just fun to see him back on the court and enjoying himself and playing he played well and obviously he's just got to get him in shape and uh, but he's going to help us so much this year by drawing that attention and I mean you saw glimpses of that tonight of course, that interview with Ryan Anderson was featured on New Orleans, or not New Orleans Saints, Pelicans.com, uh, where that uh, coverage continues to ramp up as we get toward the uh, front side of the regular season. All right, so the Pelicans are winners, 120 to 86. Next up, the Wizards on Monday night at Baltimore. That's a 6 p.m. Central Time tip-off. Uh, from what I understand, is an old barn there in Baltimore. That'll be interesting to see. And then the preseason will wrap up on Thursday of next week when the Pelicans take on the Dallas Mavericks at uh, Shreveport slash Bossier City. More on that event, because it has now become an event, not just a preseason basketball game. In just a moment, Kelly Wells joins us right after this. Let's get the ball rolling for a thrilling time at the Sanderson Farms Championship PGA Golf Tournament, November 3rd through 9th at the Country Club of Jackson. For lots of first-class golf and fan-pleasing fun, join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship. It'll be quite a ride, unless you're chicken. For ticket information, visit www.sandersonfarmschampionship.com. Game on with NFL Ticket Exchange, the only official ticket exchange of the NFL, where 100% of tickets are verified by Ticketmaster. Buy and sell the NFL-approved way. Visit NFLTicketExchange.com. Together, we make football. Don't miss Blue Man Group. The theatrical sensation is coming to you, and your chance to see it is right now. Blue Man Group, experience the phenomenon. Coming to Beau Rivage, October 31st to November 2nd. Get tickets at BeauRivage.com. What's up, Pelican fans? This is Anthony Mackie, a shorter, talented version of Anthony Davis, and you are listening to the Black and Blue Report. Go Pelicans. Next week, the Pelicans will be back on the road. As a matter of fact, they'll finish up the preseason on the road next week. And like a lot of teams during the preseason, the Pelicans will be playing in some non-traditional venues, or non-NBA cities, I guess. On Monday night, the Pelicans will take on the Wizards in Baltimore, Maryland. And then finally, the preseason will wrap up on Thursday as the Pelicans travel to the north end of the state and will play in the shreveport Bossier City area. And so with that, we want to welcome in Kelly Wells, who's actually here in New Orleans this week, and I'm assuming helping us get ready for our visit next week. Kelly is the vice president of the shreveport Bossier Sports Commission. Good to see you, sir. Good to see you as well. Thanks for having me on the show tonight. Welcome to our end of the state. I hope it's treating you well so far. It's great. I'm down a good bit. Love the city of New Orleans, and so any chance I get, uh, couldn't ask for better uh, reason to be here. Well, I know a lot of folks are excited about our return there. It's been a long time. I think, gosh, it may have been almost, what, 10 years now since the Hornets at the time, and I think this was right after Katrina played a preseason game there. Yep, 2006. 2005. So I think we're long overdue to come back your way. 
really excited. Again, that game in 2005, we had about 7,500 to 8,000 fans. Again, that was San Antonio and uh, the Hornets, I guess, at the time. And we're really excited to have a great matchup with the Dallas Mavericks and the Pelicans. What does it mean for non-NBA cities to, to host a preseason game? What are the benefits, I guess, for your city or other cities like Shreveport, Bossier City, or, for instance, Wichita, Kansas, which will host the Thunder this uh, tomorrow night? Um, what does that mean to those communities, and, and how does it help you all, I guess? You know, it's exciting for a community. A lot of times we do have a lot of NBA fans in the area, and so it makes – and a lot better for our local folks not have to travel all the way down to New Orleans. So there's a lot of excitement. It's one of the biggest events of the year for us. Uh, ticket sales are going incredible. There's a lot of excitement. The media and that whole region is really getting excited, as well as the CenturyLink Center. It's a great venue. Uh, we feel like it'll be a perfect venue for the two teams to play up. I think that your area is underestimated as a sports uh, destination. I, mean, I think we're all familiar, I think, with the bowl game, but uh, there seems to be a lot more to it up there. Yeah, it's real exciting, and just besides the sports, it just happened the same day we have the opening of the State Fair of Louisiana. So that kicks off for a three-week run, and so we're opening a lot of folks from the New Orleans area and from across the state as well as East Texas and Dallas for the game. Kelly, as you mentioned, the game on Thursday night, and it'll be against the Dallas Mavericks. What other events are going on around, I guess, the game? I know that the State Fair is going to absorb a lot of attention, but the game itself, how, how will that be celebrated in the area? Well, you know, we've got the gaming, and so we're, we're urging fans to come up for us. Of course, the game is going to kick off at 7 o'clock. Uh, afterwards, Horseshoe Casino, which is one of our main partners. I know Harris, their sister property, is a big part of the Pelicans here. But they're going to do an after party from about 10 p.m. that Thursday night until whatever time folks decide to go home and go to bed. Our tickets going? Are people jumping on it right away? Ticket sales are going great, and again, the partnership we've had with your marketing team here has been incredible. Of course, the Dallas fans and us being so close to East Texas, we feel like you know we're going to have a really strong showing. If those uh, who are looking for tickets don't have them yet, what's the best way to, for them to get a hold of those for that game next Thursday? Uh, Ticketmaster.com, and uh, just go to the CenturyLink Center, which we mentioned Shreveport Bossier. The CenturyLink is actually in Bossier City. Okay. And... Um, We'll need a restaurant or two. Have you got a place for us that we can probably catch a meal before we get to that game on Thursday night? You know, we've got some wonderful cuisine. I know that New Orleans does as well, but uh, we've got some great food. There's Ralph and Kaku's. Uh, there's Fertitas, which always gives the uh, Central uh, Market Station a run for their uh, muffalettas. And so those are a couple of places I'd try out. When it comes to the city, and it's been, again, it's, it's been, wow, almost 10 years now since I was there last, you know, as far as visiting that area right now, uh, obviously, I think folks w would want to come see the NBA game or, as you said, the State Fair for Louisiana, but just maybe on a, on a regular basis, other than the bowl game and all that, what is attracting folks to that area of the state right now on a kind of a, I don't want to say a normal basis, but a non-event basis? Of course, the gaming remains strong, you know, shopping, uh, medical is really big, but again, we pretty much have a festival or event every weekend. Uh, we just got done celebrating the Red River Revel. This Saturday, we've got Brew, which is a celebration of, of beer. Of course. So we, just like every other parts of the state, we like to have a festival and a party pretty much every weekend. Sounds like my kind of place. Can't <laughs> wait to see you all next week. Yeah, so thank you so much for being on the show. Absolutely. Kelly Wells with us from the uh, Sports Commission. He's the vice president, of course, of the Sports Commission at Shreveport and Bozier. We'll be anxious to see all of them next week. We'll be anxious to wrap up the uh, preseason. And, uh, of course, since we'll still be in the confines of Louisiana, we'll be looking for a win over the Dallas Mavericks as well. More on this Black and Blue Report on this Friday here in just a moment.
The New Orleans Pelicans are taking flight, and you don't want to miss any of the action. The Pelicans' five-game flex plan presented by Domino's is the opportunity to pick the games right for you. Ticket plans are the only way to guarantee seats to the biggest games, including the matchup against LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Plus, each plan comes with a free Domino's pizza. Five-game packages start as low as $45. Call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to score your five-game plan today. Lotto is all across Louisiana with cash jackpots starting at $250,000. That's a whole lot of cash. From the neon lights of Shreveport, Bossier City to the banks of Grand Isle, Lotto is your game. It doesn't leave the state and there's nothing like it anywhere else. It's Louisiana fun just for Louisiana. Lotto, it's a whole lot of cash. Must be at least 21 to purchase. He must be a big deal since he's verified on Twitter. He's Sean Kelly, and this is the Black and Blue Report. All right, a couple of notes to pass along to you before we get out of here on this Friday. Number one, if you're traveling to Detroit this weekend for the uh, Saints game, don't forget to check out NewOrleansSaints.com. We've got some uh, travel tips for you, and not about, you know, whether or not to pack a bag this way or that. It's more about what to enjoy in Detroit, what to know about the football game and the setup at Ford Field. Check that out at NewOrleansSaints.com. Also, John DeShazer and myself will wrap up the Friday practice later today on the New Orleans Saints afternoon wrap. And uh, with that, in conjunction with that, you're going to want to make sure you're on your Saints mobile app or the website for the Friday injury list. Remember, Jimmy Graham was listed as limited yesterday. We'll see how that goes today, if there's any change or not going into the weekend. Pelicans are on the practice floor today and uh, through the weekend. They'll travel on Sunday afternoon to Baltimore. We've already talked about their action for next week, and so that'll kind of put a wrap on things, to say the least. Uh, Congratulations to the Patriots last night for surviving against the Jets. Uh, Boy, oh boy, there's some talk bubbling this morning about the field goal attempt at the end of the game. Uh, There was an official injecting himself into the play a little bit last night. We'll see if that plays any further, of course, with the NFL League office. We'll see how that goes. But 27-25 was the final last night, and we are underway for the NFL weekend. Are you Florida State or are you Notre Dame? I'm curious. Maybe you want to tweet us and let us know. Or any other thoughts about the weekend upcoming? It's going to be a busy one, sports fans. So hit us up on social media. The uh, Twitter handle for this program, as always, is at BlackBlueReport. And, of course, you got at, uh, I always get this screwed up, Daniel, at D. Salerson, right? Yep, at D. Salerson or myself, at Sean Kelly Live. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the weather. It's going to be fantastic. Let's talk about a Saints win on Monday. How about that? We'll do that for you from Studio B and from Baltimore uh, on Monday. We'll see you next time. I'm Sean Kelly. So long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back next week. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.